0: Welcome to Brahm Show. This is Brahm. We are in the middle of the series, Great Works. And of course, when we say Great Works, we are not talking about Shakespeare. But we are talking instead of Great Works that Brahm French likes. And uh, there's just too many to get into, but we have selected probably around 8 or 10. And uh, so today, we're going to totally change genres. We've looked at, at Fahrenheit 451, which was about uh, censorship. We've also looked at The Law, uh, which was about, you guessed it, The Law. (laughs) Now we're going to look, we're changing genres completely. We're going to be looking at a book called Who Moved My Cheese. Who Moved My Cheese, a great work. If you've never read it, it's not a very big read. It's less than 100 pages, if I remember correctly. It is written by Spencer Johnson, and he does a phenomenal a job writing this book and conveying uh, life principles in a very simplistic, understandable way that children would be able to grasp. So if you've never read it, I encourage you to take a moment. Uh, when you get the time, read it. You can even listen to the audio. It is a great read. Let me give you a quick summary. This book has four characters. There are two men uh, basically little people and two mice the men they're named the little people they're named him and haw and the two mice are sniff and scurry and their one task they do every day is after they leave their house they go find cheese and they are set up in a maze and that's their goal so him and haw wake up well the, everybody knows where the cheese is So when they find the cheese, Sniff and Scurry, the two mice, are quick to leave the house, run to that cheese, and begin to eat and look around. And they're constantly looking at the cheese. They're notating how much cheese there is. And when they've found where the cheese is, they take their shoes off, but they tie them around their necks. So their shoes are always close to them, and ready for an occasion where they might have to go looking for cheese again. Hem and Haw are totally different. When they found the cheese, they then, well, they'll get up and they would kind of lollygag, if you will, and slowly make their way to the cheese and eat until they're full, and then they will slowly move back home. Or go back home, but they're not paying much attention to the decrease in the amount of cheese or how things are changing. And so eventually, Sniff and Scurry have realized that the cheese is gone and they've already got their shoes around their necks. They take their shoes off, put them on their feet, and are out in the maze again, looking for the next source. Where can they find the cheese? However, hem and haw are doing what their names purport. They are hemming and hawing. They are not in a hurry. They're not in a rush. They go out, they get there and find that there is no cheese, and they moan and whine and complain, and eventually go back home. And they come back the next day and see that Nobody has replenished or replaced the cheese, and they moan and cry and weep, but there is no cheese. And eventually, Haw decides that he is ready to venture into the maze to find more cheese, and he mentions it to Hem. But Hem talks about how scary the maze is, and he talks Haw out of leaving their sacred domain. And so the two of them stay locked in this dilemma. However, Sniff and Scurry have already found a new source of cheese and are living it up. They are living high on the hog, especially for two mice. And uh, so here we've got Hem and Haw are still locked in their domain. But eventually, Haw says, that's it, I've got to go. And he puts on his shoes and he starts to go into the maze again, looking for this new cheese. At the beginning of the book, Spencer Johnson makes it clear that this cheese is not like just regular cheese, but this cheese is, well, it could be your job. It could be your satisfaction with your family, with your life, and how things change and what you need to do to foresee the changes coming and adjust yourself proportionally to those changes. So Ha has had enough. He puts on his shoes. He runs out into the maze, and he finds little pieces of cheese. It's not quite enough, but he finds a little bit, and he puts some of it in his pocket. He, take, he eats some, and then he runs back through the maze, back to find him. And when he gets to him, him is still just not ready to leave. He, he can't believe. He wants his cheese back. He wants it the way that it used to be, and is just not satisfied, but not willing to look to be made happy again. And so, eventually, now, him, or Haw huh, can't stay there forever. He's now seeing there is more out there. And he leaves, runs through the maze again. And eventually, he finds the cheese galore. He finds exactly what he's been looking for. And when he gets there, he sees... Those two mice. So Sniff and Scurry have been there all along, and they are living high on the hog, and he has decided this is where he's going to stay. So Haw is going to stay here. The book basically kind of ends with the idea that maybe him is beginning to make his way there. Now, let's look at this a little closer and how this applies to each and every one of us. The first point he makes is change happens. In other words, they keep moving the cheese. The second, anticipate change. Get ready for the change to move. In other words, life is not always going to be the same. The friends you have today may not be the friends you have tomorrow. Now, luckily, for those of us that have good families, our family most likely will be there. But our friends, generally not so much. The friends I had 20 years ago, I may not speak to today. I may have lost contact with them. Change happens. Get ready for the cheese to move. Get ready. Your job situation may change. You may get a new boss that can't stand you and fires you. Be ready for the change. Adapt to change quickly. The quicker you let go of old cheese right? The sooner you can enjoy new cheese. So in other words, don't get so stuck on how things used to be. So when I've, I've done podcasts in the past talking about people that constantly live in yesterday, we've got to adapt to change. But the quicker we can adapt to change, the better. For a business to truly survive, it has to adapt to change. I, the company that I work for, so I pastor a church, but I'm, I'm bivocational, or in this case with podcasts, I'm tri-vocational. And with the church, we're constantly, especially with this COVID, we're constantly having to change. The company that I work for is in the insurance industry. And as the laws change, we've got to constantly adjust ourselves, and with COVID as well, we've got to constantly adjust ourselves to these changes. If we're going to survive, we have to adapt to these changes very rapidly. The slower you take in business world, the more money you're going to lose. In the church world, the less people you're going to be able to reach. So the next one is simple. Change. 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 Simply means this in the context of the story: move with the cheese. When they found that the cheese moved, they should have just like the two mice did. You immediately go looking for it. You chase the cheese. The next one, enjoy the cheese. And so when you've got the job, that, that I think that's one area that previous cultures, previous American generations have missed. Because, And you still see some of this with people that are well off, that have the drive. Drive is an amazing thing, and I never mean to knock that. But sometimes with the drive, the drive is so consuming that they never have the chance to enjoy what they have. Enjoy your success. If you've got the job you love, enjoy your job. If you've got the family that, that everybody gets along and you enjoy your kids or you enjoy spending time with your parents, enjoy it. Don't. Uh, so many times we get wrapped up in thinking how things used to be or how they could be that we don't take the time to enjoy how they are. And when they change, change with it and enjoy how it is now. And the last one says, be ready to change quickly and Enjoy it again. They keep moving the cheese. In other words, on your job, your job's gonna to continue to change. With your family, your kids, they're going to continue to grow if they're little right now. They're not gonna be little forever. And eventually, you're gonna find that your kids are gonna date people that you don't care too much for. Uh, can I tell you? You gotta adapt. You gotta to learn to roll with the punches and hope and pray to God that one day they see. Uh, things more clearly, but that doesn't mean that you get stuck looking at the old cheese or where it used to be. You've got to roll with the punches and enjoy the cheese that you have. Enjoy it. With your marriage, enjoy the cheese. When you marry that person, you saw something in them that you loved, that you liked, that you enjoyed. You enjoyed their company. And so if today, life now, that's the one area that I would... Uh, I, I might disagree with. Who who moved my cheese? You know, well, the time is gone. I no longer enjoy your company, so I'm out. No, 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 no. Marriage is that one thing. So job, I get it. You can change the job. Cool beans. Don't change your marriage. Work it out. Who moved my cheese? Find out what in that marriage has changed and roll with it and figure out how to get through it. It's a great book. I encourage you, when you get the chance, take a moment. Listen to it if, if you don't want to read it. And so I've come to an end. It's a great book. We'll talk to you guys later.